All right, we uh, appreciate everybody that's been um, a part of uh, a part of the day today under obviously uh, awful circumstances, unfortunate circumstances, and um, you know, getting a chance for a lot of listeners and listening to a lot of the players and the coaches and the NBA and pe- presidents. You know, I mentioned this a little bit earlier. Uh, Kobe's impact is much much greater than what he accomplished on the basketball court and today's a tragic day I don't have another way to put it it's it's a it's a day that touches everybody and whether you're uh, a Laker fan or you're a Kobe fan or you're not whatever the case is it doesn't matter you know this is somebody that's um, an icon in the sport and this is a tragic accident that also saw his 13 year old daughter pass away as well um, this is a tragic accident that uh, included um, a number of people and affected a number of families and is tragic in every way you can possibly think. So um, it's a tough day. Phone number is 877-710-ESPN. If you want to be a part of uh, be a part of the show, if you've never called into a sports talk radio show and um, uh, you want to share your thoughts, your memories on Kobe, make tonight the first time that you do it. Um, let's go to, uh, David in, uh, Salmar. David, you're on 710 ESPN. Go ahead, David. Hey, what's up, Alan? Thank you for taking my call. You got it, man. First of all, I just want to say my condolences go to, uh, everybody involved with this bad incident today. Um, and I'm talking about Kobe. Um, you know, I just felt like he was one of us, man. I, I mean, I'm 27 years old. And to be honest, I'm the only son in my family. On my family, I was the only boy, so I would get real bored. And I remember just uh, after school, I'd just come home, do homework, and then, like I said, being the only boy, I'd go outside and I'd just shoot, shoot my uh, court in the front yard. And I remember I'd always try to implement some of his game into mine, the fadeaway jumper. And you know, I mean, he just uh, he helped me get through some bored, some boring days in my life. And uh, as a Laker fan, I mean. I, to be honest, like I said, I'm only 27, so I grew with Kobe. I mean, obviously didn't know him, but just watching him for 20 years of his career and just seeing what he brought to L.A., um, a lot of people can't even say that they witnessed their team winning one title. And for Kobe to give me five in the 27 years of life here, I mean, it was just awesome. And I'll forever love Kobe, man. And today I cried my eyes out, and it's just crazy to even see the word death next to Kobe Bryant's name, man. No, I'm with uh, you, David. Out, outside, call. no, you got it, man. David, outside, we have uh, we have all these LEZ boards that are in LA Live, and it's crazy to look at them right now. Let's put it that way. Um, literally, right now, it says in loving memory of Kobe Bryant, 1978 to 2020. Whoop! It's like you're trying to think in your head. Why is that up there? Um, why are there Laker fans right now in LA Live? Um, hundreds of Laker fans outside of LA Live, across the street from Staples Center, uh, gathering and mourning Kobe Bryant. It, none of it makes sense. You know, none of it makes sense. And you had mentioned the impact that Kobe's had in LA. Um, Laker fans are everywhere, and a lot of them are Laker fans because of Kobe Bryant. And Kobe's impact is not here just in LA. Kobe's impact is not just here on the West Coast or in the States. It's global. That was Kobe's impact. And getting a chance to hear people talk, you know, in general about the different stories and how uh, Kobe impacted them 
whether a personal story, whether they met him or they didn't meet him. Um, this is a legacy that, you know, I, I think as time goes by, um, Kobe's legacy, I think, will grow to be more and more impactful. Unfortunately, it's under these circumstances that we sit in where, you know, obviously nothing makes sense right now. Um, Brian in Encino, you're on 710 ESPN. Go ahead, Brian. Hey, how you doing? Doing all right, man. This is a tough, uh, tough day for I think uh, a lot of people. Uh, go ahead on uh, on what you were thinking. Yeah, you know, uh, I just want to say that uh, you know that uh, helicopter crashed about six miles from where I live, and uh, you know, um, you know, I I'm 39 years old, and uh, I've been watching the Lakers. My first memory really is 1985 when the Lakers won the championship. I was five years old, and you know. My father and myself, and you know, my, my dad called me and he told me what happened. He was screaming, and you know, um, I just want to—I want to share with you. Um, my roommate, when Kobe was 20 years old, he bought um, four Lincoln Navigators from my roommate's father at Santa Monica Lincoln. And I remember racing down to the car dealership trying to get down there just to take a look at him. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I, I lived in, in the valley. And I, I didn't make it in time. He, he went there and bought four Lincoln Navigators, and then he. Uh, he had four uh, buddies with him, and they drove off by the time I got there, and I couldn't get a chance to see him. This was like in the year 2001, I believe. No, 2000. Mm-hmm. But anyways, that's besides the point. Um, you know, he he was he was the uh, for 20 years, man. He gave us everything in mm-hmm. the off season. He worked so hard on each piece of his game that needed hard work. He he did it. If it was defense, if it was a post up, if it was an outside shot, whatever it I took, mean, whatever it took. I mean, just like Michael Jordan had the most talent, but he was also the hardest working guy. Kobe knew that, and he knew that if he was going to be great. He had to do whatever it took. And you know, people, you know, NBA players, you know, they have talent, and then they get contracts, and then sometimes they, you know, Kobe understood that in order to to be great. Uh, you have to dedicate your life to your craft, and he shows the whole world that this is what it's about. And you know what? Uh, he brought so much joy to me and my family, and you know, uh, he galvanized me and my father's relationship. I mean, I uh, so many years of joy, you know, on those nights, you know, those winter nights, you know, where it's uh, during the week and you're sitting there and you got nothing to do, and you turn on the Laker game, you're watching Kobe bring joy to your home. You know what I'm saying? I mean. All those nights, uh, he, he, he's a part of my life. He will never, uh, he, he's just a part of my soul and, and the soul of, of the world and, and to Los Angeles. And, and you know, I, I was so heartbroken today. I, I cried hysterically and I, I, I pulled over on the side of the road and I waited for this call. I've never called in a talk radio in my life. This is the first time, I, you know, obviously I'm nervous, but uh, I just wanted to say, you know, for my father, Mario, and for my son Anthony, who's in college playing basketball right now on a scholarship, I have a son who's six foot seven playing basketball right now up in Oakland at uh, Holy Names University, and you know he, uh, you know Kobe is such a big part of our basketball is a part of our life, and, and he he uh, is the Laker, the ultimate Laker, and he uh, you know I'll, I'll, he'll always be a part of my heart. And I just wanted to say thank you, for thank you, Ron. Call. Of course, God bless. God bless the, the Bryant family. Thank Appreciate you. it. Thank you, man. Thanks for calling in. Um, you know, it is kind of funny. When when I think about some of my – it's random here, but some of my best family memories are 
watching the Lakers um, in the late 90s to 2005 or something along those lines where literally every member of my family you know, grew up Laker fans. And we all watch. Uh, I'd watch in a room by myself because I'd get too heated. Uh, my dad and my mom were in another room. It's, it's just like Brian was just mentioning, everybody has their own stories and their own memories. And a lot of times sports does, you know, galvanize us. It brings us together. Um, but tragedies like this, uh, man, the, this one, uh, this one came, this one's just different. You know, as much of a legend as Kobe Bryant was when he was rocking the purple and gold, the reason why he was such a legend and Brian had mentioned this, we respected his game. We respected his work ethic. I've said this a number of times. It's not often that a fan or that a player wants to win more than a fan does. And that's what Kobe was. And I think that's why he garnered so much respect from um, a fan base that has had incredible success. Um, but this one goes much further than basketball. Jeff in Temple City. Jeff, you're on 710 ESPN. Uh, Jeff, uh, we got about a minute here, so please, uh, please go quick. I'll make it quick. Yep. You know, I'm a diehard Laker fan. Uh, I'm 57. I remember when '85 was me and about 15 Celtic fans, and Kareem hit that sky hook in '85, and I gave everybody the finger. I, I, I remember all these days of Laker, Laker, Lakers, but. Kobe was different. Mm-hmm. Kobe brought Los Angeles together. Kobe was someone that when he married Vanessa, his parents weren't happy about it, but he didn't care because he, you know, he, he didn't care. And Jeff and, and Kobe, I think what you're saying at the end of the day, kind of did it his way, right? And he did change things. Um, and, and he did, uh, you know, galvanize a city, but a, a fan base as well. And that's why this one, uh, I think, is so tough for so many people out there. And obviously, everybody involved, uh, it's heartbreaking. Um, more of your guys' phone calls when we come back. Stay right here. This is 710 ESPN. Obviously, uh, a tough day for everybody. Um, and uh, I know I said this a few different times, but we appreciate everybody that's uh, been a part of the show and are sharing their memories, sharing their thoughts. Um, you know, I know some of these uh, are very emotional, but we appreciate you guys hopping on and, and sharing some of these stories. Greg, this, yeah. say, uh, this is just, uh, look, it, it's it's funny. We've obviously worked with each other for a long time, and I think a lot of the station, you know, there's such passionate Laker fans, um, such passionate Kobe fans. I think you're the blueprint of that, uh Pretty, pretty tough day. Pretty unreal day. It's this has been one of the tougher days that I've, I've had in my life. Um, I've been here all day um, since the beginning of when we started broadcasting right around one thirty mm-hmm. this afternoon, and I've been listening to all of these phone calls and all of these athletes and entertainers and you know listeners and all of you hosts talking about all these things, and it's. It is just absolutely heartbreaking. And to think about, and all I can think about is Gianna, Gigi, and how, you know, I have an eight-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. And as as soon as this happened, I mean, I started, you know, scrambling to get here to make sure that we could, everybody can be on there and help out as much as I possibly could. 
And the second that I got to breathe, I reached out to my ex-wife that has my daughter and I like in tears texting her saying, just give my daughter a hug for me, please. Mm-hmm. This means so much. So, I mean, I I feel so terrible for for Vanessa and the entire Bryant family and for all of the rest of the, the, the passengers and their family and everyone that's been left behind. But I got to say that what you guys have been doing, you, Alan, and LZ and Steve and the Kamnetskis and Travis Rogers and everybody that's been on the air today has really helped this city move forward and really helped let them grieve with you. And one of the things that I love that you have done specifically, Alan, is that while people were were choking up, you just you just let it happen. You didn't stop step on top of them. You let the, you let it go through and let them just grieve through the air with you because you they knew that you you knew that they needed it and it's been very very helpful for this city and i i'm just i'm just at a loss yeah, these circumstances are you know we've never been never been in these types of circumstances so i, I think for all of us this is uh, uncharted territory and it's hey man it's just a sad day like I, I keep using the word tragic it really is a tragic day um you know look we 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 hop on here and we have a microphone and we're talking about Ah, the Lakers got to do this better, and um, why didn't the Dodgers do this? We're talking LA sports, and we're talking about things that really, at the end of the day, it's a game. You know, this is all a game. Um, real life is this is this is real life. This is real life, and you know, and all this other stuff. It really is just ancillary, and I, I know we get very emotional about um, players and games, and why didn't you do this or why didn't you do that, but. This is uh, this is the real deal. Yeah, it absolutely is. But I mean, Kobe, what he did for this city, what he did for us as Laker fans, and you know, I'm 36 years old, so that he was my Laker mm-hmm. fandom. This is all I've ever had. Really, was him. And so, you know, I mean, I'm sure you're right there along with me. How many times have you shot? a wad of paper or anything into a trash basket or when you're out playing basketball and you're playing with your friends, you're just like, Kobe! 100%. Every time, Mm -hmm. it just... He is the embodiment of basketball in L.A. and even so much more than that. And that's going to continue on forever. But, I mean, I remember my favorite moment, though, if you don't mind, Mm -hmm. is I was at my house with my dad and my brother and we had a whole bunch of friends over that from both my brother friends and my friends and it was in the play I was in the finals in the 2009 finals against um Orlando Orlando mm-hmm. yeah and we're sitting there and it was a closer game and one of all of my friends were outside praying to like Kobe be like come on Kobe you know just the whole time is how he just took over the entire household it just meant so much. And then when he's, you know, he's put his arms in the air sure. and everything, he, everything about him is just what, how I feel. I've, I've been choked up all day long mm-hmm. over this. It's extremely sad. Um, you know, the, the 20 years and the accomplishments and all that, all that stuff's ancillary. This is, uh, somebody that obviously was a father, um, was a husband, um, and everybody else involved. I mean, Greg, when you tell that story about you know your daughter, and we've had a few people call in and, and reference stories like that. I mean, it's uh, it's tragic. That's it. I have no other way to put it. It's tragic. Uh, John in Buffalo. John, you're on seven ten ESPN. Appreciate you calling in. Go ahead, John. 
Yeah, I want to thank you guys again for doing this. Just like Greg said, it gives fans from all over, uh, not just LA, an opportunity to uh, grieve and heal together. You know, I watched and listened to almost every Laker game on League Pass or creatively wherever I could, even if it meant staying up till you know one in the morning East Coast time. Um, you know, in my old apartment, I had an old lady who lived underneath me, and like you were saying, <clears throat> just pacing around, she banged that ceiling uh, with a broomstick because. Uh, just, you know, how those games were. I mean, he just gave us so many memories that we'll never forget. He inspired me to buy a single courtside ticket online, and within 24 hours, I was flying across the country to uh, to watch the 2002 NBA Finals. I was one row behind Kobe and Shaq, and um, it was just a bucket list experience, and I want to thank him for all the memories and, and send my condolences to all those Laker fans in L.A., and and all across the country. John, thanks for calling. Um, Chuck in L.A., you're on 710 ESPN. Go ahead, Chuck. Hey, man, um, I have a very unique experience with the Lakers organization and all. My, my dad worked for the Lakers for 35 years, so as a kid, and in 1979, I heard about this kid named Magic Johnson, who was, you know, turned out to be absolutely phenomenal. So when Kobe first came to the league, me and my brothers, I have three brothers, we all called each other when we saw this guy, and we said, we have Jordan. Oh, my God, we have the next Jordan on our team. And Kobe just electrified from day one, even as a kid, this first slam dunk. I'll never forget it, the slam dunk he made on Yao. I mean, every play, every everything that personifies the Lakers and his grit and his talent and his energy is what this city lived on for 20 years. Mm-hmm. I'll say this. Kobe's career, I like to describe it in in three phases. The first phase is when he was younger, and it was, I want this guy to make the shot. (laughs) I want this guy to save us. I want this guy to be the one to, in Utah, to save us. And then later on in his career, it became, this guy can save us. He can really do it. And then at the end of his career, it just became, okay, just hold on and be patient. Kobe is going to save us. Hmm. And right now, today, it's just one of those days where you realize that he can't save us from the pain this time, from the tragic day that we all have experienced. He won't come back and save us. We have to save ourselves from this one as Laker fans, as a Laker family. We have to put our arms around each other and um, embrace everything that he was and everything that he's going to still become to us and to our children. Just wanted to share that. Appreciate you calling in. Thank you, Chuck. Um, Let's go to uh, Jim in North Hills. Jim, you're on 710 ESPN. Go ahead, Jim. Hey, Alan. uh, Thanks for taking my call, man. Um, Condolences to the Bryant family and all the other families that were involved in this tragic event today. Um, As I was telling uh, the screener, um, I'm 55 years old. I'm a can't know how transplant, and um, this reminds me of uh, Thurman Munson when he was involved in the airplane crash back at home. And my father played Class A with Thurman Munson, mm-hmm. and I remember how my father just kind of just just teared up, and how the city just kind of galvanized and got together. And this, I'm I'm reliving this thing all over again mm-hmm. with Kobe when it comes to my kids. 
And my fondest memory of Kobe was the very first summer league game he played at the Pyramid. And um, they were playing against college all-stars who were, you know, basically all these guys were going to be All-Americans that coming year. You know, the best college players that they put together. And what Kobe did to them was criminal. Right then I knew that this city had something special. And uh, and being the transplant that I am, um, Los Angeles embraced this. You guys had a great one. And, you know, I'm just happy to have spent 36 years here in this city and was able to enjoy it. Thanks for taking my call, man. Appreciate it, Jim. Thanks for sharing that story. Um, Vince Carter sent out a tweet. This is uh, painful. I've known this man since he was 15. And I was 16 AAU teammates to competing against him for 18 seasons in the NBA. We were literally talking in these pictures how I will enjoy retirement and that how we would have a conversation soon on how to go through it. Also, how happy uh, he was being able to watch his girls grow up. We mentioned how we will do um, for our daughters the best of our abilities. And now you've headed to a better place on my birthday. Shaking my head. Rest up, legend, and long live the Mamba. Many prayers to the Bryan family. That's uh, Vince Carter right there. There's, um, I know a ton of uh, ton of listeners that still want to be a part of um, the uh, show, and I'm going to do everything I can to taking as many as your guys' phone calls. Um, the phone number is eight seven 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 ten ESPN, and and we'll continue this. We'll just continue to uh, talk about uh, the legend, um, give our condolences, and pay our tributes to the Bryant family, um, and everybody else that was involved in uh, today's tragic helicopter accident um, that took away Kobe Bryant and so many other greats. Um, Stay right here. This is uh, 710 ESPN. Yeah, it's weird to hear that promo. Let's put it that way. It's, It's weird to hear the promo. It's weird to be sitting here right now doing this. It's weird to see Spectrum Sportsnet airing um you know old uh, Kobe clips and Kobe interviews this whole uh this whole day has been uh it's been very weird i'm going to keep taking uh calls phone number is 877-710-ESPN i do want to play uh Brian Shaw uh who was a former teammate obviously uh Laker fans would know a former teammate of Kobe uh this was a little bit earlier today on NBA TV as a man who i'm 53 years old and I've dealt with a lot of death in my time. And one of the things that has helped me deal with, you know, my family died in a car accident in 1993. One of the things that kept me going is the fact that while they were here, we lived and we made a lot of memories together. And when they're gone, that's all that you have are the memories that you make, that you made while they were here. And for those Kobe fans that are out there that are feeling like I feel right now, just try and think of all the joy that he brought you, making the highlights that you remember um, for all the Laker fans, that the championships that he brought, um, that put smiles on your faces. Those are memories that you're going to have to rely on going forward. And um, as, as sad a moment as it may be right now, 
um, we were blessed to have such a talented player to bring us the amount of joy uh, and happiness, especially, like I said, for Laker fans and NBA fans as a whole, um, to have this guy for as long as we did and to be able to witness uh, his greatness on the court, um, his popularity overseas in China, a guy that can speak fluent uh, Italian and mm-hmm. Spanish and other languages. Um, you know, it's, it was a blessing for us to, to even have him as long as we we were able to have him. That's- All right, that's Brian Shaw uh, on NBA TV. Michael in Eureka. Michael, you're on 710 ESPN. Go ahead, Michael. Hey there, Alex. Uh, I just wanted to say I, I grew up watching Kobe from, you know, I'm 28 years old. I started getting into basketball when I was six or seven, just all the years of him taking shot after shot where you couldn't believe it would – it was going in. Sorry if I'm not speaking too well. I'm pretty emotional. No, you're all right. Go ahead. Um, but, uh, you know, I have an eight-month-old son, and, you know, I just – Kobe's drive and determination, I think that we should all be inspired by it and instill that on, you know, our young ones and our family. And I can only hope that, you know, I'm able to instill that with my son and share share Kobe's legacy with him. Um it was truly something special that we've seen with his life and his drive and determination from not just on bat, on the court but off the court. And my condolences, you know, to the Bryant family and the Lakers organization. Um, I just kind of wanted to get that off my chest, and thank you for taking my call. Of course, man. Appreciate you calling in. Um, Eric in Calabasas. Eric, you're on 710 ESPN. Go ahead, Eric. Hey, Alex. Uh, yeah, thanks for taking my call. You know, I'm born and raised in Los Angeles, and so it's almost hard to put into words how much Kobe means to a kid growing up playing basketball. You know, it's all every single one of my friends, we worshipped him. And uh, it actually, the accident happened almost 10 minutes from my house, and so I went over there, and just the outpour of the community and being around everybody and seeing, you know, how much Kobe affected each and every one of our lives was just something that... I'll never forget, and, uh, yeah, I appreciate you taking my call. Thanks, Eric. Appreciate you calling in. Um, Yeah, this is going to be an interesting couple of days. Um, You know, basketball obviously means nothing. Um, And kind of trying to think of, okay, well, what happens from here? Honestly, I I have no idea. I really, really don't have any idea. Um, You know, I'm sure the Lakers organization in – uh, complete mourning. Um, obviously, we talked uh, extensively about how we'll never be able to put ourselves or understand what the families are going through and our deepest condolences to them. Um, but I, I don't know, you know, when something like this happens and you don't really don't get a second to process it and now you just kind of are starting to adapt to it and you, there's no trying to figure it out there's no answers to it um you got no idea you know what's to come tomorrow or how things play out or anything like that and you know you had a lot of these listeners that called in during the show and and shared their story and said all right you know what you do have to just uh, appreciate every moment and those who are in your life that uh you know maybe uh uh, you let small things get in the way or whatever the case is, uh, it's unfortunate that moments like this will wake us up a little bit and make the smallest things just go away um, because you never know what can happen in life. 
let's go to let's go to Charles in Lake Forest. Charles, you're on 710 ESPN. Hey, Alan, thanks for taking my calls. You got him. Um, I'm so honored to talk to you. I'm finally get to be able to talk to you, but unfortunately, on this tragic day, um, yeah, I uh, had a phone call from my dad. He woke me up this morning and scared the heck out of me. And uh, he told me that there was a death, and he was in tears, telling me about Kobe. Um, so this day <laughs> for me was so hard. I was uh, dirty-eyed here and there um, at work, so it kind of messed with me. But um, I asked my my sister uh, to write a poem in in memory of Kobe on, on today, and it's a short one. So if if I may, Alan, may of I course, read? absolutely. The misty morning reaches for the mighty. The air flummoxed as they crash into the little-known darkness. Another life taken, reaching for the mighty, clutched by the merciless fogs of death. He was a believer of dreams with impeccable ability displayed in both physique and character. A heart of gold, a soul of brotherhood. He was a champion, a loyal friend, a loving leader, a determined fighter, a father, too many beyond his kin. Rest in peace, Kobe, and to all who have joined you tragically on the morning flight to the ether. For you flew to higher heights and made dreams into reality, spinning, leaping, and spiraling, surpassing all disaster, surpassing life itself and then my sister ends with this poem named champion is dedicated to kobe bryant and to all who have died in this morning's flight rest in peace thank you so much alan charles thank you for sharing and uh thank your uh, sister for writing that as well i'm gonna try and squeeze one more call in adet in new york you have about a minute go ahead adet yes how you doing good man thank you for calling in go ahead yes and, uh, like i was saying um Lost an icon today, you know, and um, Kobe Bryant is one was my favorite Laker player, and I need to say that, you know, when it comes to this right here, this tragedy, that I feel as though, you know, he was called to play on God's team, and he allowed him to bring his number one fan with him, you know, and without a doubt, he's going to be truly missed. And um, I'm totally devastated myself about this. You know, I still can't believe it. It's a tough one, Adet, uh, to comprehend. Um, I appreciate you calling in. And uh, we appreciate everybody that's been a part of the show. We're going to keep going. Uh, more of your guys' phone calls. Phone number is 877-710-ESPN. Um Look, if uh, I've said this a couple different times, if you've never called in and uh, this would be the first time you've ever done it, um, uh, take your time and, and feel free to call in. Uh, more of your guys' calls coming up next. Stay right here. This is 710 ESPN. Oliver in Long Beach. Oliver, you're on 710 ESPN. How's it going? Thanks for taking my call, man. You got it, man. Uh, yeah, so I grew up watching uh, Showtime uh, on VHS, Magic Johnson, I watched uh, Kurt Rambis, all of them, and then Kobe came into the league, and he was something special. 
um, me and my friends would always practice his fadeaway jumper when he go to, went to the free throw line. Uh, he'd bounce the ball twice and then take that deep breath and then shoot and swish it. Um, just seeing all of the stuff on the highlight reels, how to shoes. Um, he's definitely going to be missed. You know, those a lot of times um, in my family where, like, uh, things weren't so great. And somehow, for some reason, because we are su- such huge basketball fans, everybody set everything aside so we could watch Kobe mm. just put in work against any person that tried to defend him. Mm. Three defenders, four defenders, didn't matter. Um, I'm about to head, actually, I'm done with uh, work right now. I'm actually about to pick up my wife, and we're going to head over to Staples. Um, hopefully we'll get there through the, there's no traffic, so we can kind of, you know, pay tribute to him. So, um, yeah, he'll definitely be missed here in the uh, Los Angeles community. And, um, yeah, every time we make a, you know, shot in the trash can, we're still going to yell Kobe mm-hmm. for life, man. So got to get that off the chest. And, yeah, thanks for taking my call. Of course. Appreciate it, Oliver. Uh, Jamie calling out from Denver. Jamie, you're on 710 ESPN. Go ahead, Jamie. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good, man. Thank you. Thank you. So I got to say I'm a Denver Nuggets fan through and through. And uh, there was a lot of rough times back in uh, 08, 09, 2010 where uh, Kobe shut us down. Um, got us knocked out of the playoffs, and I used to curse his name. But I tell you what, today, I think all of America is a Kobe fan. Um, as a Nuggets fan, I can sit here and say that I respect him deeply. And uh, it hurt today seeing the news. And uh, I just want to say as a Nugget fan to everyone out in L.A., everybody that uh, – was a Kobe fan, I can say I can respect him. And uh, every NBA fan is hurting today. And I just want to pass that along to everybody in L.A., uh, everybody that that respected him as a man. I want to say uh, deeply saddened. And uh, the NBA lost great, uh, great today. Appreciate it, Jamie. Thank you, man. Thank you for calling in. Chris and Corona. Chris, you're on 710 ESPN. Go ahead, Chris. Hey, how's it going, man? Thanks for taking my call. You got it. Um so I'm, I'm not a huge basketball fan or anything like that. I'm more of like a baseball and football fan. But for whatever reason, I grew up with Kobe. And like when I would, when I would, I would watch Kobe highlights. And like he was the type of player that like you would stop and you would watch when he had the ball or, or if anything was going down. And I, I, don't get, I don't really get like worked up in the whole celebrity like news and like deaths or anything like that. I don't like really – really get worked up about it but for whatever i couldn't take my eyes off the social media today i couldn't take my eyes off the the television today and and he just meant like so much to southern california and it, it i just wanted to like like i'm driving home right now i just wanted to like pay tribute to kobe man because he was he was he was one of the greats man he was one of the greats thank you for calling in appreciate you calling in um by the way uh this has been this has been uh Pretty amazing just to listen to so many different people. And it's not a surprise. It's not a shock. I mean, the, the shock of the day is that we're here, that we're doing this. Um, but it's been just great to, to have people share their own stories and the impact that Kobe Bryant, um, obviously had on their lives. But it's, uh, it's tragic. You know, it's, it, it's, it's surreal. I started at six. So here we are coming up on four hours and every, I don't know, 20, 25 minutes, it's like, wait, What's happening here? Why are we doing this? How can we be doing this? How can I walk through the hallways and you see the LED boards LA Live in loving memory of Kobe Bryant? It's like, you know, 
it doesn't make sense. Let's put it that way. Um, Alex in Torrance, uh, you're on 710 ESPN. Go ahead, Alex. Hey, how you doing? Um, thank you for taking my call, Alan. Um, I was born and raised in Detroit, uh, so I'm a diehard Pistons fan. And just like the other caller says uh, a couple calls ago, um, I, w- I wouldn't say I used the word hate when uh, when the Pistons were playing against the Lakers in 04. Um, but I, I disliked Kobe to a T because of how much he uh, he would just kill the Pistons, and then finally that year they uh, they overcame him. Um, but I just wanted to spread my love to all the Lakers fans and all the Kobe fans and all that around around the world and stuff like that. I know it's a really really tough day, and I'd be uh, I'd be lying if I said I didn't tear up a little bit today, hearing the sad news to lose uh, such a warrior like that. Um, and I just wanted your thoughts on uh, I saw something on Twitter earlier. I don't know if you saw it. About how the All Star Game should have the East should have all eights, and then the West team should wear all twenty four. I just want your thought on what. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I I, I, I think that'd be a great tribute, um, especially since LeBron is one of the captains, right? So, again, uh, from from the Detroit Pistons, I'll speak for all Pistons fans. We spread our love to everybody uh, in LA and Laker fan in general. So, thank you for taking my call. Appreciate it. Thank you, Alex. yeah, that is. Uh, I think that that's going to be the theme for a long time here, where people are sharing their love from different parts of the country, different parts of the world. That is. Uh, that's something that we hit on. Th- this is. This is the reason why you know. And I'm born and raised a Laker fan, but I have so much respect for Kobe because it's interesting to hear opposing fan bases when they talk about Kobe. When you're in, you know, that moment, and you're cheering for your team, of course. You don't want that other team to to succeed. You don't want that player to succeed. But the amount of respect that they had for Kobe, um, the amount of respect that they had for uh, his willingness to do everything possible to win for his fan base, to win for himself, to win for his family, to win for you know that that's what that's what Kobe Bryant was on the basketball court, and that's what you appreciated and you respected. Um, he wanted to win more than fans did, and that's uh, that's not something that's common. That's definitely not something that's common. Uh, Julius in Atlantic City. Uh, go ahead, Julius. You're on 710 ESPN. Thank you for calling in. How's it going, man? Thanks for taking my call. You got it. Uh, I, that was his eldest daughter that passed with him, right? It was uh, not his elders, his uh, middle daughter. He has a daughter that's older. So the daughter that passed was 13. Um, that was Gianna that uh yeah. The one that was at the game with him was his older daughter. Uh, no, that basketball. That was uh, that was Gianna. Yeah, that was. Gianna. Oh my god! Yeah. It's just so sad, man. Because she was just like a star, man, and always just so loved in the Philadelphia area. And to see the things that happened with LeBron breaking his record in Philadelphia, and the beautiful things LeBron said about it. Now imagine LeBron has said, "I'll wait till I see Kobe and tell him what I think about him." He never would have got the chance. Thank God he thought to tell the world what he thought about Kobe. And he said and some. Kobe he said was, Julius, and he said some, you know, really beautiful things last night. I mentioned that a little bit earlier. I did the post game show, so um, he uh, gets the number three, and um, he had so many compliments for Kobe Bryant in the post game yesterday. And I mentioned it. I'm like, wow, you know, and not that it's a surprise or a shock, but in your head, you're like, wow, he's really, really going out of his way um, to pay uh, to pay his respect for Kobe Bryant, the basketball player. 
Um, but today's a completely different day. Uh, Sean in Columbus. Sean, you're on 710 ESPN. Go ahead, Sean. Hey, thank you for uh, taking my call. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, yeah, I was uh, saying, uh, you know, Kobe was a phenomenal basketball player. Um, I kind of really didn't start watching the NBA until uh, 99, 2000. Um, but for what I got to witness from him in the 20 years that he played was is amazing. And uh, I was down in uh, West Palm Beach, Florida, during the 2010 NBA Finals. And I think the Lakers were down 10 or so. And um, my then-girlfriend, now wife, looked over at me and she goes, I think this game is over. And I just looked at her and I just said, don't ever count out Kobe Bryant, the L.A. Lakers. I said, because if anybody can come back and win this game, it's him. Hmm. I said, I have never seen a player with the assassination and the killer instinct as he had. Yeah, Sean, I think a lot of people, and I appreciate you calling in, I think a lot of people, you know, from a basketball perspective, uh, they'll share similar stories. You know, and I, I, I don't need to go and, and say a specific moments of just being a fan. That's just what Kobe did. And, um, you know, I think as maybe time goes by, there'll be more opportunities to kind of reflect on some of that. Um, but I think there's also a lot of people just, you know, still in shock, still in shock of, uh, still in shock of this predicament that we're in right now. DeAndre in Chicago, you're on 710 ESPN. Go ahead, DeAndre. Uh, yeah, I, I just wanted to say, um, that Kobe is an awesome player and I, I, I'm going to really miss him. And here in Chicago, I know we had Michael Jordan, but Kobe was the closest thing we had to him. DeAndre, I appreciate you calling in. Thank you for calling in. By the way, um, thank you to uh, to everybody that called in and that was um, a part of uh, a part of today. And uh, of course, under these circumstances, we're not supposed to be in a we're not supposed to be doing a show today. Um, this shouldn't be the predicament that we're in. Um, hearing from Laker fans or hearing from just people that want to pay their respects to Kobe Bryant. Today wasn't supposed to happen. Um, it did, and it's very, very, very difficult to explain it or to understand it. And I want to give my deepest condolences to the Bryant family. Um, my deepest condolences, condolences um, to everybody that was involved in this horrific, horrific accident. And, um, you know, there's only so much I think you could say, and... Uh, uh, there's not really too much more that you can say on top of that. Uh, starting tomorrow morning at 6 a.m., we'll have coverage all day long. We'll continue uh, this conversation, the dialogue, uh, Keyshawn, Travis, and LZ. Uh, we'll walk you guys through everything. So thank you again for tuning in and being a part of uh, the show. This is 710 ESPN.